Welcome to the Blackout Podcast, where I get to talk to amazing people who do amazing things. And today I have super talented poet, Damini Aoiga. Thanks for coming to the podcast today. <laughs> Thank you for having me. Okay, so, um, I mean, I've been hearing your name in the city and, like, kind of seeing your performance on your Instagram. And then my friend Boma had you. You guys kind of had, like, a collab. Mm-hmm. Um, so you had the interview at CTV, or I think it was CTV. And then, you know, the actual painting and your poem was on, you know, on the big wall at the thing. And I'm like, okay, I need to talk to this person. (laughs) So super grateful you came in today. But like with the poetry, how did that start for you? So the journey started when I was like 10 and I went to the MSVU Girls Conference. And um, my mom had told me about this poem called Black Girl Fly by Fumila Fagbamila, a poet from America who's also Nigerian. And so I started practicing that poem. And when I got to the girls' conference, I was hoping that I could perform it in front of everyone there and to inspire other black girls that are there. So I asked um, Elle Jones, who is now my mentor, to um, have the opportunity to be able to read it in front of everyone. And she said yes. So I went up there and I read my first poem. And after that experience of reading that poem, I started to write my own and that's how my journey began. So like, what about that experience made you decide to like, okay, cool, I'm gonna write mine. I definitely was like, hmm, if I keep performing and if people keep inviting me to perform, I don't want to be performing someone else's poems. I wanna be able to um, perform mine and also to be able to speak through my poetry because I saw the power that the poem by Fumila Fagbamila communicated to the audience. And I was like, if I could do that, with my own words written by me, mm. it could have such a greater impact. Mm, 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 mm. Okay, so um, poetry is so, so powerful. And I mean, you saw that when you performed. When it comes to writing yours, do you have a process? Or um, I guess this is years ago. What? How was it when you started writing versus how you write your poems now? Oh, it's a lot <laughs> different, okay. yeah, because When I was like 10 writing them, um, I didn't really know what I was doing. It took a lot of practice, a lot of research, a lot of growth. Um, And eventually I found like resources, for example, um, whenever I write, I like listening to music. So a lot of my inspiration comes from music that are themed around whatever poem I'm writing. Um, And I like to do research on like Instagram, Twitter, reading Twitter threads and seeing what I can find through that mm-hmm. and also watching slam poetry to find my rhythm or whatever I want to use for that specific poem. Oh, so what's our kind of songs you listen to? Um, mostly R&B, hip hop. It depends. For example, when I was writing a poem called Rise Again, which kind of was like a tribute to um, Maya Angelou's poem and Still I Rise and also a tribute to how just black people continue to rise despite adversities that they face. Mm-hmm. So I went and I listened to like a podcast um, about being black in Canada. And then I listened to some music that was like based on a playlist that was played at the Black Lives Matter protests. That's so much work. <laughs> <laughs> it's fun work though. <laughs> right. You know what? Yeah. 
I, I, you know what? I agree. Because, like, when you're doing something you like, it's like, you know, yeah. whatever. It's, I'm, I'm enjoying myself. But it's still a lot of work. And, oh, yeah. How do you know that poem is done? It's ready. This is it. I'm not going to write anymore. I'm not going to take anything more out. Uh, It tends to be like, I don't know. It just, I feel like for my poetry, there's always something to add. There's, I can't really say, cause there's times where I'll write a poem and I'll like want to perform it again. And I'll end up like editing and adding a bunch of new things. So the poem won't necessarily be the same. I guess when I feel like, when I read it through and I feel like the rhythm is like right, mm. I'll just leave it. Or I'll show my parents, and if they have anything to say about it, and then they're like, oh, no, it's really good, I'll leave it. But if I feel like there needs to be more, then I'll add to it. And if it, like, it has to do with a lot of rhythm. If the rhythm isn't right, I'll know that it's not done. Mm. But if the rhythm is really good, then I'll know that it's done. So do you ever have a situation where like, you show it to your folks or, or your mentor, and they're like, Add stuff or whatever, and you're like, no, 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 this is it. Do you ever have situations like yes, that? Yes, I do. Um, <laughs> I I sometimes have an attachment to what I write, right. and I don't want to change it at all because I'm like, it's perfect. I have such attachment to it, but sometimes it needs changing, and I'll have to walk away from my poem and then come back. And most times I do implement those changes because sometimes when you've just written something, mm. you can't really look back and see, okay, this part needs to be changed because you're so attached to what you've just put out and how much work it got to get out of you. Mm. So I have to come back to it and take another look with fresh eyes. Do you, with, with your poetry, so, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you write like with a pen? Do you type it out? It's actually both. If I don't have access to my computer, I'll most times write. I like typing more because it just it's easier. If I read articles, it'll just flow off faster than if I was to read and then write. Mm. But it, it usually depends. My shorter poems are handwritten. My longer poems are typed up. Uh, yeah. I mean, I'm always envious of people that can write because... I sometimes can't read my writing, so even if I take notes, I just type it on my phone. Yeah, that does happen to me. I do like write sometimes, and I can't read what I wrote. Right, <laughs> I'm like, what the, what's this? <laughs> what, what is this? <laughs> <laughs> and and then sometimes I have to go back and read everything. I'm like, oh, Whoa, okay, that's this what is, I meant. yeah, <laughs> this is what I meant. So I'm just, I avoid that and type. But I'm also envious of people that write because there's kind of this connection between your. You know, the pen, the paper, your mm -hmm. hand and your brain mm -hmm. and your heart when you're writing. And yeah. it's like, okay, I'm feeling it. Mm -hmm. But I just can't do that. Also, I don't write poems, so... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, uh, you've been writing for years and years and years. Are you, like, going to put it all in a thing, in a book, or...? I want to. If anybody wants to invite me to write a book, I'm, I'm down. <laughs> but I really do hope to... Maybe in the next year to get like a compilation of all my poems and produce a book. Do you have a name you'll call that book? Um, I did have this name because I was going to submit for this thing where they like publish your compiled poems. And I think I, I think I named it the document through expressions of time or something like that. Why that? 
the sign signs? Because like it was my poetry was something that evolved over time and um it became my way of expressing my emotions. Oh, I see, I see, I see. So, um like do you have things you've written that no one has seen? Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <was a> <laughs> <laughs> yes, a lot of the vulnerable poems. Why? Like, will we ever see them or? Mm, I don't know. I I don't know. I'll try to get them out there. Mm. I'll try. Oh, wait. So, yeah, we're going to read like the edited version, though, not Probably the Probably <laughs> will be edited. But maybe in the future one day when I'm old, I'll, I'll produce all the raw ones and put them out there. Right. So. Jones is your mentor. How's that relationship? How did the mentorship begin? And what are some of the things you've learned from her? Yeah, it's amazing. It started on um, that day where I first read the poem by Fumila Fagwamila. And since then, we've continued to connect. She's um, introduced me to many opportunities that I now have. Um, and she actually, her actually, Elle Jones and Rebecca Thomas actually put the idea slash spark of um, being like poet laureate into my head because I've always thought, hmm, that'd be something cool I'd want to do. But then they also helped to encourage it. And also Al Jones has really taught me about activism, selflessness, and really giving to the community. Boy, at 16 though. (laughs) (laughs) It's never too young to start. No, I know, I know. Like, I mean, do you ever feel like you're doing too much like you know do you ever like i just want to watch netflix or it's most times that i feel like people our age aren't interested in doing more right because it's like a lot of people my age are fine with posting things on their instagram stories and supporting causes but not really going out there and actually giving what they speak about right. or acting on what they speak about like black lives matter but when it comes to actually protecting people or advocating on like alongside people mm-hmm. they're not there why is it important to you to do that because if everyone's silent who's gonna speak who's gonna advocate who's gonna make the change because without speaking and without expression you'll never really be able to understand what people are going through or how they're feeling where did all this come from like i mean like what are some of your influences my parents for sure right um definitely l jones and i ask a lot of questions i like to learn about my history as a nigerian as a yoruba as a canadian also i like to know things. I'll ask about like family history. I'll ask about my great grandparents, about like how we came to be and everything like that. I I love knowing things. I'm very curious. So that has really allowed me to be able to learn things and mm. I'm open to hearing new things. Hmm. Why? Like what, what, where is the curiosity from? It just helps me to feel self-assured in my identity. Right. So, like, the more know. I know, the more I know who I am, yeah. type of thing. Yeah. <laughs> I'm laughing because I'm like, what the fuck did I, what was I doing when I was 16? Not that. <laughs> <laughs> not that. Not that. But you know what? I mean, it's great that you're doing that and you have all these positive influences in your life. But um, 
I mean, okay, so now what is the shortest time you've written a poem? Like, it's done, this is it. And then what's the longest time you've spent on a poem? I wrote one recently that was really short. It's like, I always like to say that whenever I write poetry, I don't know if I'm saying this right, but vive in Kongouyan. Like something entered you right, right, right. to like produce it and it just shot out of you. So that, there was this poem, it was like, I think like seven or five lines and it just came out like that and I was like, done, close the book, put it away. That one's just done. So obviously that was with a pen, right? Exactly, because the short ones are easier to mm -hmm. write. And then there was one I wrote, Together We Stand, the one that everyone loves. That one took me two days. I cried over it. I died over it. <laughs> it was it was very difficult to write. But what what made proud. it difficult to write? Um, I don't know. It just, it was like, I had to research. I had to get the right flow. It was also my first, no. I was going to say it's my first longest poem, but no, I actually have other longer poems. But I don't know. It's just, I wanted to make sure that it was right and mm. it communicated what it needed to and that it reflected the people that I wanted it to, which was African Nova Scotians and Black Canadians and um, African Canadians. I really wanted everyone to be reflected in that poem. So to do that, it was very hard because I had to, I had to think deeply about where is this going to go? How is it going to flow? What name should I give it? Which I also consulted my parents for that too. Why did you decide on that name? Mm, I was just like, cause again with like the struggle of holding on to what you wrote and thinking, oh, I don't want to change it. Mm -hmm. But I had to allow myself to be like, okay, I have to accept it. And it turned out to be better than what I thought. Okay, okay. So we'll call the thing I guess the spirit or the inspiration or the mm -hmm. muse that gets into you that produces the, you know, this is it, it's done. Did you have that when you're writing Together We Stand or it came and went and, or this is just, I need to do this? The first day I struggled because how my doc was when I was writing it, it was multiple different poems, short poems, all in one document. And I was trying to rearrange it to become one long poem. So that was the main struggle to get everything that I've written, whether small, whether long, to be into one single thing. And some parts of that came out like really fast. It was like, okay, this is the flow, this is it. And some parts were just lines. They were just lines. I was like, okay, this one should be in here. This one shouldn't be. So a lot of editing. Mm. And when I finally finished it and read it, I was like, this is like the best thing I've done. <laughs> Okay, well, I was going to ask that. Which one is your favorite poem? So that's my, it. No, actually, my favorite poem would probably be Descendants of Eve. Why? I one? like the flow. It's very, like, it's like us descendants of Eve are not here to please. We may be beautiful, but do not be deceived. You're smart. Turning new pages, making new pages in his story and making it her story. I just like the way it it just goes. It's like... It's almost like rap. <laughs> so you're going to do an album? <laughs> I don't know, maybe. Because I do like listening to poets on Spotify that mm -hmm. like add music. So that might be something I could do. <laughs> okay. So um, I started by saying that, you know, I kind of followed your story on social media. And then you did stuff with my friend, Boma. Let's talk about the thing you did for the 
Moel, how did that happen? Oh, yeah. So um, they reached out to me um, wondering if they could um, put my poem Together We Stand in the mall. And so we continued to email back and forth and then they put it up there. They said that another artist would be taking another part of the wall, which turned out to be Boma. And so um, that's how it went. And um, now it, it was up there for a while, but I think now it's gone. Yeah, no, it was there forever. And yeah. I like there's so many photos of it. Um, how was that experience for you? It was really like cool. It was surreal. I was like, wow. I think I like, cause I went the first day they opened it. I was like, mommy, we need to go. We need to go, we need to go. <laughs> so I went there and I just stood in front of her. I was like, wow, wow. This is my home. And it's right. like right there. Like, oh my gosh. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> and people are going to see this and people are going to read it and hopefully learn from it. That part is really important. What was thinking is like, like, I don't even know about this, but recently, the I guess some museum in New York I think it's kind of just bla emblazoned all of Jay-Z's lyrics wow. on the wall and it's like oh my god you know this lady had a thing and like everyone goes to this the Halifax mall, yeah. exactly yeah. like it'll be cool to have my <laughs> stuff there I, I think you know I don't get opportunities like that because my head will be like <laughs> <laughs> Actually, like a lot of people who might have seen it didn't like I just I just I like being mysterious. Mm. Nobody nobody knows. Nobody knows if they don't like if they don't say anything they don't know then mm. I just I'm just who I am wherever I go. I'm yeah, no. I don't see that's why I don't cause I'll be like, hey, you know, I think I'll just every couple of hours I'll just go to the mall and just walk around there. So someone will like, what are you looking? I'll be like oh. I wrote that. <laughs> my friends, my close friends didn't even know. Oh my A lot God. of my close friends didn't know. How do you, how do you like stay humble? Because like, I don't think you understand how cool it is to have something you wrote on a massive wall, but it is really, really, really cool. Thank you. Like, how do you stay grounded while you're like... My mom definitely helps out me with that whenever my head gets too big. Ah! Like, oh my <laughs> so I have my mom for that sometimes. Um, but then also, I just, you know, like, I think my friend sent this into the group chat. Um, and she just said something about, and it really resonated with me. She was like, insecurity is loud. Confidence is quiet. So if you know you have something, or if you know you're good at something, there's no reason why you need to go out there and be like, yeah, no, you gotta just... look at me. <laughs> <laughs> look at me. Anyway, um, and now, so, well, hip hop is running 50 years, and Boma is like, loves hip hop. Um, your writing has some hip hop from, hip influences from hip hop. Mm -hmm. And he's like, okay, you know what? Um, he kind of, I, I kind of like, you know, I like hanging the coattails of cool people like yourself. So I was like, hey, I'm going to do this thing with you. And he was like, okay, great. Um, one of you aboard because you guys, he had such a wonderful experience working with you mm -hmm. on the mall. He told me about this one. And I was like, okay. So when he reached out to you, um, I, I don't think this thing is ready yet because they're still working no, on it. But like, but what's the process of it? it? Yeah. So um, I actually um, had a conversation with Boma on the phone 
and we were talking and I was talking about different artists that I would like to include. Mm -hmm. So I'm hoping that the poem will be like half poetry, half song and rap and singing. Holy shit. So wow. I'm going to do maybe the beginning. I'm planning on putting Brenna Boy in there. Okay. Because um, I really like his music and we also have the same name. And so Brenna Boy, I'm oh, okay. hoping. Um, Lauren Hill, Mary J. Blige, Tupac. Um, just a bunch of rap artists in there. Also R&B because I like singing. Mm -hmm. So I'll just... Wait, you sing? Yes. Like sing? So, like I sing, you know, sing. You know, like the singing in the shower? No, like perform. Oh! Yeah. Oh, oh, like... Okay, I didn't know this. I know the poetry thing. So the singing, where did that one come from? Oh, I've been singing since I was like three. There's huh. this video of me singing this song because I really wanted a sister when I was younger. So I sang, <laughs> I sang this song called My Sister. Um, and I remember... Wait, do you, do you like sing people? Do you, do you write songs? Yeah, I write songs. Yeah. Wow, okay. I All also right. do a lot of musical theater. So, um, Okay, so I was going to this um, theater camp recently and so we had to sing this song. So I do know the song from my head. Here comes a wave meant to wash me away, a tide that has taken me under. Swallowing sand left with nothing to say, my voice drowned out in the thunder. But I won't cry, and I won't start to crumble. Whenever they try, try to shut me and cut me down, I won't be silent. Okay. <laughs> okay. Ah, oh, see, you know what? Like, you're just oozing with talent. I'm going to be like, <laughs> I, I, I'm not at your level. So please keep your hands away from me. I'm going to stop. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. No, uh, I mean, okay. Wow. So what's this? Like, what's the play? So, okay, you're in high school, right? Mm -hmm. It was, what are you going to do? So are you going to like, what's the plan? I'm hoping to be a journalist and then be a what? lawyer. What? Yeah. Why would you do any of these things? I'm like, are you kidding me? Because <laughs> I do love to interview people also. I've, um, I'm have i a CBC freelance journalist. Right. So I interview like students at my school. I mostly focus on youth. And I did um, interviews about... What? Practice. Man, I'm sorry. Sorry, sorry to quote you. I'm like, what? <laughs> what? Like, everyone is doing it. TikTok, and I'm like, nah, I'm going to be a journalist. And what? Okay, but I mean, is, well, so that's your parents keeping you grounded, keeping your feet on solid ground. Because, like, uh, social media is ephemeral. It's going to, like, flit away. Mm -hmm. So it's good to have something solid. But, you know, I mean... This is an opportunity. <laughs> oh man, I'm just okay. So I'm just like my brain is just spinning uh, of all the possible. Anyway, when the camera is off, I'll talk. Okay. So so um yeah, I mean, in how long do you think the poem is gonna be? Do you have a name for it yet? Oh no, but it might be. One of the first lines that I wrote yesterday was, Bemi travaille, make you know de chalaye. Bemi travaille, between the lines of this hip hop that goes from my toes to my feet. Yeah, something like that. Something about the rhythm of music 
flowing through bodies that's been living for 50 years because like 50th anniversary mm. something like that i don't know yet but um i definitely want it to have song and power wow mm-hmm. okay so like i mean i've talked to i've done the podcast for a while now i think i have about 200 episodes but this one i'm like you don't even know how cool you are <laughs> like you know it's like that's the thing you don't even understand how cool you are it's like Thank what you. She's like, oh, I'm just kidding. what? <laughs> anyway, so um, that's gonna be ready, and I guess at some point mm-hmm. to like do a book and maybe do a Pokemon album. Yes. Um, okay, so let me just like, do you watch TV at all? Yeah. Sometimes. Okay. Cool. So what TV shows do you like? Oh, okay. Um, Arsima Thomas, I think her name is. She was so amazing. She's a Nigerian, and she was in. Uh, Queen Charlotte. That one was really good. I really liked that one because it had Bridgerton because it had a female black lead, and I just loved the power that surrounded that um, show. Um, what other movies do I like to watch? Um, I love documentaries. Yesterday we were watching a documentary about this like town in South Carolina called like Little Oyo or something. It was like a little town. Um, and the whole documentary is just based about like Yoruba culture and how when the slave trade happened, it was like um, Yoruba culture was distributed across the world and across the Americas. They were talking about Yoruba culture in Brazil and Cuba. Mm-hmm. And I was like, wow, I'm so proud to be Yoruba in Nigeria. <laughs> no, it's true. Um, I don't know if you've listened to Killer Mike's new album. It's okay. called Michael. Um, there's a track. So it's called High and Holy. Oh. And most people don't even know about this. Like, I, I have a differential while I review stuff, and I'm mm-hmm. going to talk about it. But the song starts with this lady just, like, doing, like, like greetings in Yoruba, like, huh. to God oh, and I stuff. See. No, no, no. Like Not to, even, like... Yeah, like... Like, in, in, I, I want to say incantations, but it's, like, calling the gods I and see, stuff. Because it's, like, he's sing, it's supposed to be spiritual the song mm-hmm. and then the lady's calling all these things and it's like all yoruba and like people that i guess people that know no but like the average Person people pet it's gonna be yeah. like oh yeah what, what is, is this? this but that is the one of the most beautiful songs i've heard in a very long time wow. so when you were doing that i was like oh hmm okay okay, okay i see i see because <laughs> like um yeah i mean that she 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 infused this yoruba into the mm-hmm. song and then he raps and raps, and then she ends it with like, it's such a beautiful song. You know what? That's actually one of my goals for a poem. Um, Angelina Kijo wrote this song called Agolo, and it's one of my favorites. I love it's the story. Beautiful, I, I the song. I literally asked my dad to tell me the story about, um, I think her name was Aladjumoke, and like the, the skull head, and he was like, a issue. So he was trying to get her. So um, I'm hoping to write a poem that will use that like song at the beginning and then talk about like culture and togetherness and then end it with something like that so that's my goal i freaking love that song <laughs> so good. i love the video mm-hmm. i love angelique kijo yes. and i didn't know the story so thanks for sharing that <laughs> uh but yeah 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 yeah, yeah I, I love it and see the thing is you know people always have these negative connotations about like traditional things mm-hmm. and i i don't a friend of mine is like an artist and 
I'm going to make it happen. Like, I'm going to will it to happen. <laughs> um, he He's like doing these superheroes, hmm. but like gods. Gods Orishas, yes. Uh, yes. That's literally yes. the name of the show. Wow. Right, right, right. Wow. Right, right. Okay, like, okay. I'm like, oh, it's, I'm going to just pull it from the sky <laughs> to happen because it's so beautiful. Yeah. And it's like, it's like, you know, you have all this rich culture and people just like, kind of like, Oh, he's bad. And... You know, I think that because before colonialism, right, that was our religion. Right, 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 so. right. Anyway, so I think you should listen to Michael. Um, it's is it my favorite song on that album? Like that album is you can't skip his track. Okay. It's that good. But uh, High and Holy is the last track. The first track is Down by Law. But I think. You should listen to High and Holy, and I think it's going to influence whatever you're going to write next. Because, okay. like, it's so beautiful. Um, like, and she, she's just like, you know, I can't... Okay, so it's weird, because I can understand your back, clearly. I can't speak, speak it. it. Okay. <laughs> so, but, so I'm not going to say what she says, but, <laughs> you know, basically she's just calling all the gods and mm-hmm. the gods and what they're doing and mm-hmm. all this stuff, and then... And she's like, Mojuba, Mojuba, Mojuba. It's like, it's so, wow. Like, I'm, I'm listening to that song over and over and people are like, what the fuck? What, why are you listening to this song? But it's just, it's just so powerful. Yoruba is a powerful language. It is. Yeah. I, I love, you know, so I, before we came and I was telling you, I'm like, I love the culture and how impactful it is. Mm-hmm. And I, I learned by watching a lot of old 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 your mom feels. Yeah, your movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Real. My mom, my mom loves them. I don't really like them, but whenever she's watching them, really I'll, just, I'll find myself being like, they're really Wiss. so so <laughs> I, I think like my storytelling comes from my grandma, mm-hmm. but like it's honed from those films I watched. Mm-hmm. There was a film called It's like I can't remember, I, I won't say the title, but essentially it's like the the gods on the earth. Hmm. That's kind of you translated word for word. Mm-hmm. But essentially the story is it's kind of how wealth makes people forget where they are from. Kind mm-hmm. of like that's the essence of the story, mm-hmm. but it's so beautifully made. <laughs> and the thing I love about it is that that's what I kind of try to do with, with all films I make. It's like you can't say it's a drama. Or a horror. It's like it just infuses it's all these things. Yeah. The so there are scenes that's gonna make you laugh and scenes gonna make you cry. Mm-hmm. And even though if if the overarching thing is like maybe it's a love story or it's a family that is breaking apart, they put all these things in there. So yeah, they influence a lot of it. So mm-hmm. so yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway, all I have to say is that you don't know how cool you are, which is actually a really good thing to be because sometimes people get oh i'm so cool and then they f- stop doing the work <laughs> no honestly i just like i just exist i guess <laughs> and i just write and people like it and i'm happy they <laughs> like it and i feel like the best the most fulfilling and the best feeling mm. i met this girl that like i didn't even know she knew me and she was like when you were younger did you write this poem called together we stand and i was like oh oh yeah and then she was like, we wrote a thing about how um, we connected to that poem in class. And I was like, that is exactly what I want. I want people to be able to listen to the poem and to be able to connect to it and to learn from it. That's mm-hmm. exactly my goal, to educate. 
Wow, okay, so it makes sense why you want to be a journalist. I still think you should try and do something. Like, okay, so, 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 we should do, Well, journalism and then being a lawyer. Oh, my God. Because I'm hoping that a lot of people have been like, you'll be such a good lawyer. And I'm thinking, sure, why not? Because it can help me to be able to put knowledge behind my words. Okay, you know, all that is cool and well, but... I'm going to make it my life's mission to make sure you're such a big star. You don't have time to, <laughs> <laughs> you don't have time to do all those things. It's like, oh, I need to go to, ah, oh, flip. I need to go to this thing to do that thing. So I can't do that now. It's true because, I mean, school is great, but your voice is so powerful that way more people need to hear it than like people that will go to court or people that will read your your articles and stuff, and I'm like, oh, I'm just gonna find a megaphone that's big enough, like, <laughs> right, 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 right. And I think, you know, it, it is, when you have the right feel behind the right person, mm. then the trajectory the person is gonna go is gonna great. And you don't have to worry about uh, when they get to those heights, are they gonna like, mess things up i don't think that is something i have to worry about because if you're at this age and you're this grounded it's just only gonna get so okay so you do poetry like do you ever see yourself like writing stories or i do write stories i write oh. a lot of stories okay um... <laughs> what <are> you <laughs> <laughs> one thing i'm hoping to get into is playwriting yeah yeah Plays, yeah, yeah. That, that's yeah. what i want like, like you know Yes, yes. So my whole thing is, I think poetry is cool, music is cool, all that stuff is cool. But I think, you know, um, as long as a person can hear and see, the best way to tell a story is through like visuals. Like when you take images and words Literally, together, it's there like... was this image I found on Pinterest of this girl, black and white, and she's just a black girl with her hair free, and she was like holding flowers, and she was like smelling them. And so I was like, okay, I'm going to write like a prose poem story about this. So I did. And I called it the girl in the Polaroid picture. And it was just about like black beauty and about like, I kind of like spun a story about that image. Okay. We have to end this interview because, <laughs> okay, 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 okay. We have to end this because my mind is blowing online. Anyway. Okay. 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 Last one, last one, last one. Um, I mean... I've asked this before, though, and you say it comes down to your parents. But at the end of the day, like, your parents aren't always with you. Mm -hmm. Like, you have to, like, it still has to come down to you. Mm -hmm. So what do you think it is about you that keeps you so grounded? A lot of the times, it's like, like... A lot of it's like, oh, do I deserve this? Yes! <laughs> yes! You, you deserve all the things. Are you kidding I me? I know, but that that is one thing that, like, it might not be a good thing, but it is one thing that I'm like, do I really deserve this? So I don't feel comfortable going full out, like... Um, all that. Yeah. I, I get it. Yeah. Oh, okay, so when you ask yourself that question, what answers do you give yourself? I guess I, I know worked. I said that was the last question, but sorry, <laughs> I lied. I, I get, I do work. I do work for what I get. So. I... That is it. Do you know what? I, I always say, I always say, I always say, 
you should never feel bad for what you get based on the amount of work you've put in mm. because everyone is going to see oh she has a poem on the wall nobody's going to see, see the all that, that freaking thing you all did the crying. yeah 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 so you you can't feel bad yeah. for anything you get because yeah. like you know the work and and here's the thing i always say there are going to be three groups of people there are going to be people that love what you do mm-hmm. there are going to be people that hate what you do and there are people that do not even care what you, you do, do. Yeah. so you don't have to worry about those two people you don't have mm-hmm. to worry about the people that hate your stuff they are just haters mm-hmm. you need to have haters it's like there are some people that's their do- job mm-hmm. and then the people that don't care you don't have to worry about them you just have to care about that one person that is interested in the thing mm-hmm. you're doing and if the work you're doing is getting you all these beautiful things you're putting out mm-hmm. there and also god God, I believe God right. has a big hand in my ability and my my favor and grace to be able to get these opportunities because if I when I was younger, if I ever imagined I'd be here or be doing any of those things, I don't think I would have been able to imagine that for myself. So, what did you want to That was okay, last last question. <laughs> what did you want to be growing up? I mean, I know you're still a kid, but still. It changed a lot. I wanted yeah. to be a fashion designer cuz I also love fashion. Do I do you fashion so? illustrations. Yes, I do so. <laughs> so, I wanted to be a fashion designer. I wanted to be. Uh, I do. I also do art. I paint. You paint. Oh my god. Okay. I hate you now. I'm now officially a hater of Dominique. How? What? <laughs> okay. Okay. So I wanted you, to be a vet. Whoa. Uh, what else did I want to be? I wanted to be a hairdresser for some point in time. Um, I think I wanted to be a firefighter. So you know what you know what I've seen in this thing. It's like you everything you're doing is serving people. Yeah. What do you want to do for yourself? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Continue to write, I guess, there you and go. sing, and paint, and create, because that's what I like to do. Okay, I'm going to end there because I have too many questions. I have so many things I want to say. But I want to say thank you so much. And I can't wait to hear your performance of whatever it is you are creating for. Thank you. The celebration. And thank you for coming to the podcast today. Thank you so much for having me.